Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, and today I wanted to spend some time talking about our thoughts and our feelings and how both of those things influence the action that we take or we don't take when it comes to the health, wellness, and self-care goals that we desire. I think as we head into this holiday season, there's lots of different thoughts and lots of different emotions that we experience. Some of the emotions besides the joy that you see on the Hallmark movies are feelings of grief and sadness and anxiousness and stress and anger and lots of different things. But how we manage these emotions will help us determine and help us keep our commitments that we have to ourselves during this really hectic time in our lives. There would be, there would not be a podcast episode if I didn't have some kind of quote in here. So I'm going to have two quotes by Buddha. And the first one is that nothing can harm you as much as your own thoughts unguarded. How true is that? And what you think you become. And so I hear people say that, and I don't think I ever had like an emotional connection of what that really meant. So I want to dig a little bit deeper into that today in case you, like me, um, kind of heard it, but never quite actually felt it. So each day we experience somewhere between 50,000 to 60,000 thoughts. Isn't that crazy? And our thoughts are based on lots of different things. They're based on, um, Maybe the experiences that we had when we were little, things that people told us, things that we believed, things that we picked up along the way. Um, There's lots of different thoughts that we have. And sometimes the thoughts are the same thoughts over and over and over and over again that we're having. And sometimes they're new thoughts. And really the thoughts are just opinions that we have of ourselves. And they may be just that, just opinions, right? And so why it's important to understand what our thoughts are is that how we manage these thoughts really influence our emotions and then those two things together influence the behavior that we do. And so that it will also impact the commitment to our goals that we have during this time of the year. And so let's really talk about what this idea of thoughts and feelings and behaviors are. So knowing that these are the things that will impact your life and perhaps take you closer to your goal or further away from what you're trying to achieve. Now, I want to talk about this because I feel like this is the time of the year when everybody starts getting in this place of like, or it will soon happen where you're either getting to a place where you're like, all right, I'm just going to give up. It's the holiday season. I can't do anything. And I just, everything feels hard. Or you're going to get to a place where you're like struggling to kind of maintain the changes that you have. Or perhaps you're somebody who is just kind of like throwing in the towel and you're going to start in the new year. So I want to kind of talk a little bit about this. Also, I want to emphasize that, you know, a lot of this podcast is based on behavior changes, but you can't actually change a behavior until you know the thoughts that are going into it, right? So if you're somebody who is like, ah, I can't make any of these health changes. I'm never going to be able to do it. 
then the behavior is probably going to follow that. So we really want to kind of dig into what each of these things are so that you can kind of see what the impact is in terms of what your behavior that you're going to do. So what are they? Well, your thoughts are these feelings that you have in your head, right? They're like these opinions of yourself based on whatever past experience you've had. The thoughts are um, basically like how you're perceiving yourself. Again, you're having 50 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Some of these thoughts may be the same thought over and over again that you've maybe carried with you for 50 years of your life or however old you are. And they're just this like thought baggage that you just kind of carry around with you. The thoughts aren't facts, they're just thoughts. So I think that's a really important thing to remember that they're not fact. So just because you think them about yourself, it doesn't mean it's true, which I think can be really scary, but it can also be really empowering. You may have this thought about yourself that maybe you're not good enough, but maybe it really isn't true and it's time that you can challenge that thought. And so thoughts aren't based on anything factual. They are just your thoughts. Again, that could give you some great hope or it could give you some like, oh shit, I can't believe I've been carrying this around and it was a little bit more in my control. But either way, just knowing that they're there is something that's important because Ultimately, if you're trying to make a behavior change, you really have to get to the root of what the thought is, or at least have an acknowledgement of what the thought is. So that's what a thought is. A feeling is an emotion that you may feel. So it could be that you feel happy or that you feel sad or that you feel mad or that you feel anxious. All of these emotions serve a purpose. So there's no emotion that's good. There's no emotion that's worse. And all of these things, your thoughts and feelings, there's no judgment on it. It's just knowing that they're there, okay? And that they may serve a purpose for you or perhaps in the past served a purpose for you and maybe you don't need them anymore or perhaps maybe they're there right now and you still need them. So there's no judgment there. It's just knowing that, that the two are related and then lastly is the behavior the action that results from the thoughts that you have that produce the feelings and then that results in the action okay so how does your thoughts and your feelings drive behavior I'm going to give you a really simple example If you're somebody who has this idea of yourself that you like to be outside and that you're a good runner, right? Who hasn't seen somebody do a marathon and think, wow, that's amazing. And there is this thought of like, like pride and like you look at these people and you're like, wow, they're they're amazing, right? If you're somebody who likes to be outside and you like to run, what that's going to do, those thoughts, it's going to give you a feeling, right? That maybe you feel really good. You feel really powerful when you're running. You feel really energized. You feel free. You feel really strong. If you have those emotions and they're really positive based on those thoughts, then the behavior that's going to happen here is that you'll probably find ways to make that run happen and happen more frequently because you have a positive thought about it. You're having really good feelings that come up about it. So you want to get to a place that you're feeling that feeling more often. And so you're going to have the behavior that follows it to make that happen. If you're somebody who doesn't particularly like to run, 
and you're telling yourself, ugh, I can't do it. I just don't really like it. Well, maybe running makes you feel really anxious or makes you feel really insecure. The behavior that results may be that you're less likely to seek out activities that involve running. So subsequently you run less. Okay. So you see the thoughts, the thoughts here are influencing the feeling, influencing the behavior. So let me give you another example. When it comes to changing our health, I think we can fall into two categories. You're kind of in this place where like you think, I'm not really sure if I can do it, but I think I might be able to do it. So that's the thought. The feelings are like, mm, maybe you're a little bit like, okay, I, I'm, I'm a little bit excited to do something different. Um, so I'm going to try it. Well, the behavior is, is that you're going to maybe follow through with making that behavior change a little bit more. Then if you have a thought that's like, I'll never be able to do it. I'm never going to be different. Maybe the feeling you have is that you're sad about it, or maybe you have a lot of shame. I think shame is a really big feeling that a lot of people feel. And then the behavior may be that you do nothing, that you just keep doing the same thing over and over again. So when we're, when we're becoming, or we're actually trying to achieve a goal, it's important to know what the thought is because the thought is going to drive the feeling, which is then going to drive the behavior. And it's important to know that some of the thoughts that people that are so, you know, that are so prevalent are things like, I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm lazy. Uh, I think other thoughts that people have are, I'm never going to be able to lose the weight. I'm never going to be able to make that happen. Who am I to think that I could do that? And and so there are some of the most common thoughts, the feelings that a lot of people I hear, including myself, when it comes to making any health, wellness, or self-care change is this idea of like, there's a lot of shame here. There's a lot of hurt or anger or fear or sadness or grief, um, And why this is important is because you can do anything when it comes to, you know, if you decide at the beginning of the year, like, oh, I want to do Noom or I want to do this weight loss program or I want to do Weight Watchers. All of those programs are focusing on the behavior, but there has to be something that gets you to a place that you're actually thinking the thought because no matter what you do, no matter what program you do, if you don't get a hold of the thoughts, sure, you may have a behavior change at the beginning, but it's going to be really hard to keep up with that behavior change if you're constantly saying negative things to yourself. Because ultimately, the feelings may become so strong that you're not able to actually follow through with the change that you desire. Because some of the behaviors that people may do would be um, sitting in front of the TV to watching lots of Netflix because you can't cope, or maybe you're doing a lot of emotional eating because that's a way that you can cope, or maybe it's that you're eating out a lot because that's the behavior that helps you manage those feelings. So matter, so no matter what you decide to do when it comes to making a change, it's really important to get to the thought to 
have the lasting behavior change that you want to do. I think if we get to a place that you're just changing the behavior, or if you've noticed somebody who has made this transformation that you desire and that they've been able to maintain it, it's important to know that they didn't just change their behavior. They probably had a thought process that maybe started out a little bit like yours, but over time got to a place that it became more in favor of the goal that they were trying to do. So if they you know, were somebody who wanted to work out a little bit more, and maybe at the beginning they felt like they couldn't do it. Over time, the more they're working out, they're probably having a little bit more of a thought like, oh, I can do this with the feeling of being like, oh, this makes me feel good, right? Well, then they're going to be more likely to continue to keep doing that behavior of working out. So they're all really connected. So I wanted you first to understand that, that they're all connected and that there's no judgment in any of it. It's just this acknowledgement that they're all there. The thoughts that you feel, the feelings that you feel, it's all unique to you. What happens though, I feel a lot of times is we get, we don't acknowledge the thoughts that we have and then we don't acknowledge the feelings either. And so we get to this place that we're like, why did I do that? Why did I watch this whole Netflix series and spend two days of my life when I wanted to do other things? We never quite you know, I don't think, I think we're in this really busy world and we're constantly moving and we're constantly bombarded with different messages. We're so busy on our phone. We're so busy living our life. And by the way, a lot of the feelings, maybe we keep pushing down. You know, I think that's a really big thing is maybe we don't feel safe with the thoughts that we have or the feelings that we feel and we don't know what to do with them. They feel too big and we keep pushing them down over and over again. Well, it's going to reflect that in the behavior that you do or that you don't do because you just have these, you end up with all of these feelings being pushed down and there's no outlet for them. And so that's why I talk a lot about on here is this self-care component of having a way that you can release these feelings, that there's a place and a space that you can get rid of them. Because if you keep hanging onto them, then the behavior is going to reflect that, right? So you're either going to not have the action that you want, or you're going to just kind of be stuck in those emotions. And so you need to get to the root of the thought, Because if you're having a negative thought, you're going to have a negative feeling and probably a negative behavior. If you're having a thought that's more positive, then you're probably going to have a positive feeling and then therefore a positive behavior. But I think the really big thing with women, again, I'm including myself in this, is that we are so busy trying to survive and these feelings may be so uncomfortable that we're feeling And maybe you're really good at even feeling them because you've been feeling this way your whole life, Um, but you don't really have an outlet for them. And so that's why we talk about this self-care component on here. It's because you need an outlet for those emotions. And the outlet is either doing something physical or talking to a therapist, which of course I do. And I talk about that a lot. Um, It could be writing down your thoughts. It's just a way that you can get it out of yourself and to not keep stifling it. Because then if you can get rid of it, then your action can be in a place that favors what you're trying to do. 
if that makes sense. So, because think about it, like if you are like, I am someone who's always running from, I don't want to feel the, I don't want to feel the feelings, right? So for me, meditation becomes really important because it makes me have to sit with myself. Because for me, you know, like, I don't want to feel the big things. I don't want to feel the emotion. I don't want to be emotional in front of my son, even though that would be really beneficial for him. But growing up, I never felt safe doing that. And maybe that's something that you feel too. So if you're not ever releasing it, then it stays there. And then your your action or your behavior reflects that, that you haven't released it, right? And so I always encourage you to really get to a place that if you need to speak to somebody, because maybe you don't even know those feelings are there, or maybe they're so big that you can't manage them, then to talk to a licensed professional to help you with that, because they will definitely do that, whether you like it or not, that's their job, (laughs) which is really helpful. So what do we do now that we know that there is this idea that your thoughts drive your emotions, drive your behavior? Well, I think the first thing is really being aware of whatever thought you have and to not have judgment around it, that you just are aware of what the thought is because you can't change the thought unless you know what it is. And remember, you're dealing with like 50 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And I suspect a majority of those thoughts are kind of the same. You probably already know them. You've probably been managing them and thinking about them your entire life. And so it's important to know what the thought is because in order to change the thought, you have to know what it is. And then once you kind of figure it out, so most of you are going to have the thoughts like, I'm lazy, I'm not good enough, I can't do that, right? Once you know that that thought is there, then you can really remember that the thought isn't based on anything. It's not, it's, it's based on your interpretation, but it's not that it's true. So you may have had thoughts in the past that again, served you and helped you get through a time, but maybe you don't need that thought anymore because it's not true. I don't think all of a sudden you're just going to be like, oh, I don't think that way anymore. It's going to be this process of challenging that thought and to really think it through. So if you're saying to yourself, I'm not smart, I can't do it, I'm lazy, is that really true? Is that really something that you really believe? Is Or is it something that you've told yourself your entire life, so you just keep thinking it? And again, some of these thoughts you're going to be able to do on your own, you're going to be like, okay, well, I'm not really lazy because look what I've done in my life, right? That's going to be your challenge to that. But there's going to be other thoughts there that may seem very rational to you, but may, when you say it out loud, be really irrational. And this might be where you're sharing your thoughts with somebody else so that you can get it out of your head, or you're seeking the help of a licensed professional to help you really challenge your thoughts. Because I think... Depending on how ingrained these thoughts are and depending on your childhood and trauma that you've experienced, you may need some extra help supporting you and talking you through and challenging the thought that you have and seeing that maybe you don't need to carry it around with you anymore because it served its purpose. It maybe helped you when you were a kid, but you don't need it anymore. So I definitely always recommend, you know, seeking a licensed professional therapist to help you out in that. So once you've really gotten to a place that you're able to acknowledge what the thought is, then it's important to feel the feeling, right? Or feel the emotion. So instead of stifling the emotion, which is what so many of us do, 
really having some kind of outlet for that emotion. And so if you're somebody who likes to write in a journal, that would be a way that you can do it. If you're somebody who likes to write down a plan, that maybe that's where you do it. I'm a big fan of writing down writing down like what your plan is for the day and writing down like kind of like the foods that you eat for the day. And I'm not talking about it in a way that like you're adding up the calories. I'm talking at it. I'm thinking about it in a way that you're putting your emotions next to it. If you're somebody who finds yourself eating at the end of the night and you're not really hungry, I think it's important to find out like what the emotion is happening there. And so I like it as a way to be like, okay, this is the emotion that I feel. Because I think also we talk a lot about like you eat when you're hungry and you eat when you're full. For me anyway, it's very hard for me to acknowledge the emotion and to name the emotion that I'm feeling. And so perhaps you're like that too, right? Really writing down kind of what you're eating and the emotions related to that, if that is something that you're focusing on, is really important because I think it helps really clarify what's happening. And it doesn't in a way that you're not really judging it, that you're just saying, okay, this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling shame. Okay. I feel shame. And it's important because then you can kind of see like, okay, are you eating? Cause you're feeling some shame or like what's kind of happening here. And so then once you kind of know your thoughts, you're able to challenge the thoughts and you're able to have or release the emotions for whatever way you do it, whether it's making a plan, whether it's meditating, whether it's doing yoga, whether it's um, walking outside, whether it's something that, whether it's just holding space for yourself, whether it's just being quiet for five minutes so that you can feel the emotions, whether it's just naming the emotions, whatever it is for you that you can do it well, then that behavior is going to follow. So if you're able to release some of the emotions that you're feeling and acknowledge it, well, then most likely you're going to probably have a behavior that complements that. So maybe you're like, okay, I feel good about myself today. So then you're going to be doing things that follow that, the action. If you're holding on to those emotions, though, you may end up being like eating like crazy because you're trying not to deal with the emotions. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this today, because If you find yourself in a place where you don't particularly like where you're at and you don't particularly like or wish to be, starting to become aware of the thoughts that you are telling yourself will help you feel more in control of your feelings. And then once you're more in control of your feelings, then you can take subsequent action to help with that. So if you're able, so if you don't feel like you have control today, start thinking about some of the thoughts that you're telling yourself. What are you saying to yourself? Start to acknowledge that. Start to write down the things that you're telling yourself. I suspect you'll be shocked at the amount of negative and shitty, the shitty talk that's kind of, that's in your head on repeat 50 to 60,000 times per day. And then start really trying to think of the emotions that you feel about it and start to figure out what works for you today as a way to let go of those feelings and so that you don't have to keep shuffling them down, holding on to them, that you can start to release them. And then over time, getting to a place that you're able to take action that leads you to the behavior that you really desire. You know, this health journey, I think, 
so often when we see like these health transformation stories, we see this before and we see this after. There's lots of these little steps that happen along the journey that nobody talks about, nobody normalizes. And I think that a lot of times the process is so much like, well, I ate differently and I exercised differently, which we all know how to do. We all know what to do to get you to the goal that you do. Maybe you took better care of yourself, but the things that nobody talks about and nobody describes is that this journey was made of lots of little steps. And with those little steps are the thoughts that you tell yourself. So there were, they were filled with lots of different changing of the thoughts that got you to the place or that got them to the place that they wanted to be. And so often in, in these groups, you'll see people like, I lost 50 pounds. Oh, how did you do it? Oh, I did this and I did that. But nobody addresses the thoughts that went into that. And that's the bigger issue here. So no matter what you decide to do, your thoughts are going to be the thing that are going to influence the behavior. So if you're somebody who wants something that somebody has and you want that transformation, knowing that realistically that transformation just didn't happen because they were like, oh, I'm going to eat more fruits today or oh, I'm going to exercise more. They started to challenge the thoughts along the way. And it wasn't that they challenged the thoughts one time, every single day, maybe multiple times a day, they went into this thought pattern that they were challenging the thoughts that they had. And that's where the change happens. The more you challenge the thoughts, the more you acknowledge the thoughts, the more positive and the release of the feelings that you may have is going to drive that behavior change. So what are some of the thoughts that you're thinking today? I think it's really important that if you're feeling like you aren't happy where you are, start to think about those thoughts because changing those thoughts are what's going to give you the transformation that you desire. Changing those thoughts or acknowledging those thoughts are going to give you and lead you on the goals that you're trying to pursue no matter whatever way you pursue it, the thoughts are going to be the things that are going to be the driving factor for change. And so I hope that inspires you to know that it's all within your reach and it's not so oversimplified as we see these transformation journeys, whatever your goal is, but really that this health journey is lots of little steps that lead to something bigger. And it's not little steps just with behavior change. It's little steps in terms of all the thoughts that you're thinking those 50 to 60,000 times per day. If you need any help with these thoughts, please reach out to me. Um, you can find me on my, my email at info at churchrd.com. Or if you, I don't know if you need any support with it, you can reach out to me. If you found this episode, um, if you found this episode helpful, it's also, you know, and you want to grow this community of changing some of the thoughts and the emotions that we have and feeling the, the emotions so that you can drive behavior change. It's always helpful if you're able to share this episode with other people because then we can create a, a community of women that normalizes our health goals. And by you sharing this episode with other people, it allows um, a bigger community and it allows this podcast to grow. And so if you're able to share, I'd be really grateful. Um, so I hope you guys have a really great week. Start thinking about 
today some of the thoughts that you have, not judging it, just seeing for what it is so that you can start to challenge it. And if your thoughts are so big that they feel like so insurmountable or so deep, really reaching out to um, some kind of licensed professional to help you with that. Again, I've been seeing a therapist for many years. So of course, I think it's really helpful to do that. Although I know that um, it's very taboo and a lot of people don't like to do it. So perhaps you just start with really acknowledging what your own thoughts are. I hope you have a great day and I thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys back here next week.